Losing weight to gain control. Today's topic, why in the world do you want to do this? Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Coach Gwen with another episode to help you with your weight loss journey or if you're already in maintenance that can help you with staying in maintenance. If you're looking for a place to get started on your weight loss journey, I have a 14-day get started guide that I've created that can help you. Many of us try to change so much at one time and I've done that before. I was going to get healthy, I was going to exercise, I was going to get my life together all in one day. Now that's a setup for failure, so in Losing Weight to Gain Control to Get Started Guide, I broke down what you can do to not feel so overwhelmed. To get the copy, you go to my website, thegwenalexander.com, that's T-H-E, my name is spelled G-W-E-N, alexander.com. And you click the button that says sign up here and it will be delivered to your inbox. And I also have a book available called Losing Weight to Gain Control, Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey. And that's available on Amazon.com. You can get an ebook version or you can get a print book version also. And what the, what the book has, it's the way I lost 70 pounds and what I still do to actually uh, keep it off. Because what I finally learned is the way you lose it is the way you will have to continue or modify the rest of your life to keep it off. So you can get that at Amazon.com. And actually, I just finished with doing my meal planning and prep uh, for, for tomorrow. So like I say, I'm still doing this. Last week's episode was on the ultimate goal in weight loss, which is actually weight maintenance. Or I hope that's your goal. Once you lose it, then you have to start working at keeping it off. Now, I read an article this past week that went along with that topic. It was written by Emma Court for a Market Watch. It was one of those articles I just happened to find on a page I was looking at. And the title of the article is what really caught my attention. It was, here's the real secret to losing weight and staying thin. Then in parentheses, it says, hint, you're not going to like it. Weight loss is hard, but keeping it off is even harder. The article talks about the the study that was released a few months ago about some of the contestants that were on The Biggest Loser, and it was a study that said some of the contestants that had had gained their weight back had a slower metabolism than men and women of their age that they're at right now should have, and that so that means they would have to work even harder than other people to lose the weight and keep it off. Now, I know it sounds discouraging, but uh, Emma pointed out that the winner from season 11 and the second place uh, person from that same season, that they've actually kept their weight off. And I think it's been uh, five years. Uh, the winner, I think it was the 11th season, season, was Hannah Curley. I hope I'm saying her name right. And the second place person was Olivia Ward. And here's what the article actually had to say. I'm just going to go ahead and read what part of it. And it said, you always kind of have this feeling like, this is really hard. Is it supposed to be this hard? And that was uh, Ward saying that. Nobody talks about how after you lose the weight, it's 10 times harder to keep it off than it is to take it, to keep it off than to take it off. And then it says both Ward and Curly have been able to maintain more or less 
their television show weight loss of 129 pounds and 120 pounds. Compared with the 14 contestants that participated in the study, this puts them distinctly in the minority. And it keeps goes on to say, but doing so has required daily calorie counting and an hour plus of exercise six days a week for nearly five years since she won the show. Anyone who loses a massive amount of weight knows the struggle is going to be around all the time. So it's a split point, Curly says, encouraging even as it's also discouraging. I don't think the average reader will find it encouraging, but it's ultimately encouraging for me to know, she said, I may have to work harder than the average woman, and I know that. And then I'm going to skip a little bit here. It says, instead of being afraid of the monster in the closet, they opened the door, she said. Now you actually know what you're dealing with. And she's making reference to that. Okay, you know it's hard, so you might as well do the work. Um, And I want to read the end of the article where it said, the authors of the study concluded that weight loss wasn't impossible. Rather, they said long-term weight loss requires vigilant combat against persistent melabotic adaptation that acts to proportionately counter ongoing effects efforts to reduce body weight. Okay, in Coach Gwen terms, that means you have to work at losing the weight and work at it to maintain the loss. That's pretty much the sum of it. And today's topic is why is why are you doing this? And that goes along with the article too and last week's topic. What are you doing this for? Why are you killing yourself, counting calories, counting fat grams, carbs, or whatever else you keep track of? Why are you killing yourself trying to exercise? What is this all for? Maybe you're trying to fit into your wedding dress, but then what? What, ap- what after the wedding? Are you trying to look good for your class reunion? Then what? I want to read you uh, a part from my book where I actually talked about motivation And it's from the chapter that says, what's your motivation? And this is what I wrote about what my initial motivation was. Pantyhose. You may be thinking, what does pantyhose have to do with motivation? My motivation when I started this journey in 2011 was pantyhose. The plus size pantyhose were sold two in a box and the other sizes were sold three in a box. Both sizes were the same price, but I was only getting two with the plus size pantyhose. I'm a shopper that wants the most for my money and wanted the three-pack of the pantyhose. My motivation has changed over the past few years, and I'm going to stop right there, which is one of the reasons why I have to laugh because I can fit in those pantyhose now, but I remember when that was my ultimate goal, and my why's changed several times. It started with those pantyhose, and it moved to my quality of life. Now, we need to face it. You know, we're all human, I hope, that's listening to this. We get bored, or at least I do. Uh, We get stuck in a rut, or at least I get stuck in a rut sometimes. And as you lose the weight and start taking control of things in your life, there's something that changes on the inside of you. Now, I can only speak uh, from my experience, but it was like I was a sleeping giant that, that just woke up. When I stopped focusing so much on the weight loss and I started focusing, uh, seeing what I could accomplish in my life, I started to actually look forward to the day. I've tried new things like I wrote a book, I started this podcast, um, I've done 5k races where I walk, I don't run, Um, I go to events where I don't know anyone, 
And I actually make myself go up and talk to people I don't know. I'm not that kind of person that usually does that. So that's a big deal for me. And even for this week coming up, I scheduled uh, something to go to where I know maybe one person and there's two people I actually want to get to meet and I've only talked to them online. So I want to meet them in person. I'm not saying if you're wanting to lose the weight to fit into your wedding gown that uh, that's bad or if you want to lose it for a class reunion that you shouldn't try. But but what's going to be your why to keep it off after the wedding day, after the reunion's over? You'll have to find your next why because life gets in the way. If you don't prioritize what you eat and what you exercise, guess what? You go back to what's familiar or you go back to to your old habits. Maybe your why can become you want to see your grandchildren grow up. That's a great long-term goal, but what about some short-term goals? One goal I set uh, with myself was clothes sizes. There were clothes I would buy that fit pretty well, but I knew if I had lost another five pounds at that time, it would look even better. So that was a short-term goal that I had. And then I had exercise goals. Not just ones that said how long I was going to exercise. Some of the extra, my exercise goals were I wanted to be able to do five push-ups off of my knees. That's still hard for me. I wanted to be able to do a box jump. And if you don't know what a box jump is, it's literally you jump off the floor onto a box. Now, I do it on, a, on my higher step. And I remember the first time I did that, I almost like screamed because I, I've never done anything like that. I wanted to be able to do a burpee and not have to modify it. I wanted to do um, this ab exercise as seated V up without having my feet on the ground. And I've done those. And I've also gotten to the point, point where I, um, I don't have to modify as many as my of my exercises. Now, those goals I met, uh, those I think meant more to me because it was something I was never, never able to do before. Now, there are some things that that probably shouldn't be your why. Please don't let one of the reasons you want to lose weight is to make someone else happy. Now, don't throw me under the bus for saying this, but... I've heard some people say, I want to lose weight for my children. I know they mean they want their children to see their mom or their dad doing their best to take care of themselves. But children grow up and they leave or they they come to a point in their lives where they don't need mom or dad as much anymore. Please don't make your why to think it will make a man or a woman think you are beautiful. And that's kind of kind of didn't say that right. But if someone that is special to you said, you know, if you lost some weight, you might look better. I've heard people say they've been told, you have such a pretty face. Why don't you lose some weight? Several years ago, I had someone say to me, I'm afraid I'll fall out of love with you if you get too fat. Okay, soak that in. I'm afraid I'll fall out of love with you if you get too fat. And this was said to me 15 years ago. And I still remember that. When this person said this to me, I was devastated. This was at the time, if you've listened to past episodes, where I had lost 115 pounds, but I had gained it all back. And then that particular day, I remember I bought a new outfit. I even remember the the color, the shirt, and what I had on. And I put on makeup. And this was a big deal because I still, to this day, do not wear makeup very often. I did try uh, to get the weight off at that time, but the reason I was trying was 
to get this person to love me. Now, there, there were other issues in the relationship that weren't good, but but if your reason is, to lose the weight is to get someone to love you or to love you more, it will not keep you motivated. And that this that could be a whole nother episode that I might do something on that. Another thing to not let be your why for losing the weight is it will make you happy when you get the weight off. If you're just starting your weight loss journey, please learn this now. Just because you reach your goal weight, that will not make you happy. But oh yeah, it'll be a great accomplishment, but as soon as you step off the scale, then what? I experienced this several years ago when I was in college and I had lost 100 pounds in that year. And when I stepped off the scale, I didn't feel like I thought I would. That's why step one of my eight-step program is you have to sit down and figure out where you are in your life and where you want to go. Not just with your weight loss, but with other parts of your life too. So don't make one of your whys that you'll be happy when you lose the weight. Learn to be happy now with the way you look and what's going on in your life or make the changes you need to do to lose the weight and do other things in your life. The reason I chose this topic today is I asked myself this question this past week. I asked myself, why am I doing this? Why am I, why am I doing these workouts? Why do I plan to cook my meals? You know, I cook once or twice a week, so sometimes I'm up late cooking, putting the food in their containers, and then cleaning up after I'm done. Then I try my best to pre-plan my, my meals and my exercise, and then I try to make time to look at my life and, and see am I using food to deal with stuff? Am I taking time to relax? You know, it would be just so much easier just to quit. It would be so much easier to eat whatever I want to and, and wonder why I can't lose the weight or keep it off. It would just be so much easier to sleep in and not exercise or say I'm going to wait until later and then later never comes. It would just be so much easier to distract myself with TV or Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media things out there instead of taking time to figure out issues in my life I need to deal with. But as I got out of bed this particular morning, I'm usually up at 4 o'clock a.m. to start my day, I remember what was easy. Easy was I had a hard time finding clothes that fit right when I was 270 pounds. Easy was feeling disgusted because I didn't like the way my life was going. Easy was I cried a lot in private because I knew I needed to do something but didn't quite know what. My why that keeps me going right now is that question of do you really want to feel like you used to feel? Sometimes it's hard doing what you have to do to keep the weight off. You may have to work harder than the average person to lose the weight and keep it off. Or are you going to let that keep you from trying? Or are you going to let the fact that you have to work daily, I said daily on this, keep you from even doing one thing today to take in the direction of getting the weight off? And that's what I said, one thing, small steps. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm trying to encourage you to fight for yourself. Fight to get the life you know you want. Stop self-sabotaging yourself and do what you have to do. Get out an index card or a piece of paper or something and write down what your why is. Write down, write down several of them because like I said, it's going to change. 
I write mine on an index card to keep with me, and people probably don't realize what I'm looking at, but I'm looking at that to remind me to keep going the way I'm going. Don't give up. I want to hear from you what your why is, or whys, put an S at the end. You can email me, gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or go to my website, thegwenalexander.com. Remember, that's T-H-E-G-W-E-N, alexander.com. And you can click on, I have a contact me button on my webpage where you can type, you know, send me what your why is or any questions you're, you have. Because remember, you're not alone. You can do this. You can get this healthier eating thing going and, and exercise, getting moving thing going. You can do this. Until next time, I want to leave you with a quote from the motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar. And he said, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Have an awesome week, everyone. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.